0: It's Stephanie Ricca here, Editorial Director of Hotel News Now, here today with Matt Schuyler, Chief Brand Officer for Hilton. Hi, Matt.
1: Hey, Stephanie. Great to be with you today.
0: Yes, thank you for joining us. So you're the Chief Brand Officer. I have to start with a quick pop quiz. How many brands does Hilton have today?
1: 22 and growing.
0: Listen to that right off <laughs> sure, the top indeed. of your head, okay? Yes. I, would say, I would say you are qualified. That's we the, that's the we, only we test. We know
1: them well, and uh, we love each one of them.
0: As a true parent speaks about all That's of right. their... That's It's like all
1: our children. We <laughs> love them all equally. Some of them behave better than others, but still we love them.
0: I like this <laughs> analogy. It could go in many directions. It could. Now let's talk about the newest one yeah. in the flock. Project H3, which it's called right now the new lower mid-scale extended stay brand, launched just about two weeks ago, yeah. designed to be an apartment style brand for stays 20 nights or longer. And I'm not going to ask you to necessarily describe the plans for this brand because we have a story on it. You know, we've read the the news release and a lot of the color, but rather I'd love to hear your perspective as chief brand officer on how a new brand like this is born. Share some of those inside the C-suite conversations that you have when you are building a new brand?
1: It starts with a lot of research. We really study what guests are seeking in their stay experiences. We study the way they travel. We ask lots of questions about what products might meet their needs as they travel. And we marry that up with a landscape review of what exists in the marketplace. So is what they need fulfilled by a product that exists either in our portfolio or we'll study competitor products to say is something that the competitors are offering meeting their needs and should we have a product like that so really this brand called right now project H3 while we wait for trademarking to fulfill its destiny is born out of that we looked at the post pandemic stay behavior and we noticed that a lot of guests are seeking longer stay experiences. They're going to be in locations for weeks on end, possibly months on end, and there's nothing to fulfill their need right now. There's not a product that meets their extended stay desire, and so H3 was born from that work.
0: So when you talk about doing that research to find out what customers want, dig into that, unpack that a little bit. Are you having focus groups? Are you looking at surveys? Are you looking at how guests typically use a room now? What are some of those ways that you go about gathering the information where you can be sure that what you're coming up with is meeting that need?
1: Yes, yes, and yes. We do a lot of surveying, first and foremost. We study guest behavior. We ask follow-up questions. We ask questions of people staying in our competitor products. We're looking out over the financial results of the landscape of products that exist. And we marry all that up. But I'd say primarily it's, you know, surveying. We literally will ask our current suite of guests what products do you yearn for that we don't have then we'll dig a little bit deeper we'll double click into that to say well if we had a product like this what would you think of it we ask a lot of questions about price points types of features you'd like to see in a product like that amenities that you'd expect what would make you want to stay there longer these are all questions that we uh, bear out through surveying that leads us to some conclusions that then help us refine the product
0: So let's talk about some of the answers to those questions. Um, I always think it's interesting to hear from guests firsthand, especially from a company like Hilton that has seen it all and has a lot of brand products. You should be pretty able to say, okay, yes, we anticipate people want this or view a product this way. But Mm -hmm. what are some of the surprises? What are some of those really cutting edge travel trends that may have surprised even you as you all talk to consumers who tell you what they want from travel? How was it maybe different from what you thought?
1: Yeah, I think, let me just say a general comment. I think things have evolved pretty rapidly post-pandemically in terms of guest expectations, needs, desires. They're seeking uh, experiences more than ever before Double click under experiences. They want to bring their pets with them. They want to bring their connected fitness with them. They want to make sure that the brands that they associate with looking out for their well-being. All of this is quite different than pre-pandemic. So our products, just as a general matter, are trying to pull those threads all the way through them. Everything uh, now is looked at through the lens of wellness and well-being. We want to be pet friendly across our entire portfolio. So we've made moves in this regard. How about EV charging? That's a big one right now. People are seeking opportunities to charge their electric vehicle as they travel. So that's one that's high on our mind. With this product in particular though, uh, it's interesting to see the notion of experiential traveling being extended, uh, combination of business and leisure, and stay occasions that bear out over weeks, not days. And the opportunity to bring your work with you is quite different post-pandemically than it was pre-pandemically. You can bring your laptop and uh, off you go. And you can be away from the office for weeks on end and experience a different locale around the country or for that matter internationally and still stay connected to your work. This is considerably different than just a few years ago. And our product suites need to match this need. This extended stay brand will have an apartment-like appeal in this regard and will allow guests to live as they would in an apartment in a location that they are interested in experiencing. So that's a trend that we think is inexorable. We don't think this is going to go away. If, If anything, it's growing at a growing rate. And this particular brand, Project H3, for us is meant to meet this mark.
0: So what are some of the maybe more fun or unexpected, I guess, maybe design elements that go into when you're looking at this guest who is going to stay 20 plus nights? Does that mean there are more hangers in the closet? There's, you know, a shampoo dispenser as opposed to a tiny bottle. How do you manage for that? type of guest when it comes to the product.
1: Yeah, hooks are a big thing. Let me start with that. I love that. everyone wants hooks, so we can't have enough hooks. So you'll find in this product, we're gonna have a lot of hooks. Oh, perfect. If you wanna hang things up, whether it's your bag or your hat or your clothing that you wanna wear the next day or the clothing that you just wore, hooks are key. Also exposed closets are a thing right now because you want inventory of what you've got hanging out in your face uh, during your stay experience. Obviously, bathrooms and bedrooms are the ultimate key relative to an experience in any of our brands, this one in particular. And so got a really thoughtfully designed bathroom that, interestingly enough, in our guest research, uh, a bathtub was a preferred uh, style of bathroom. That was somewhat counterintuitive to us. We figured showers are kind of the thing now, but bathtubs uh, were a, a really... Uh, surprise uh, relative to the surveying that I mentioned earlier. Also, I would say in the kitchenette that we've designed in this apartment like uh, experience, we wanted to make sure there was all the amenities of your kitchens. And we thought maybe a stove, do you want one or not? And the surveying indicated, yes, we'd like a stove. So that was a bit of a surprise. So. We've got stoves, microwaves, refrigerators, uh, obviously a sink in the kitchenettes that go with this product as well.
0: And the bathtub.
1: And a bathtub, yep. That uh, is gonna be an opportunity for owners to have a, a, a complement of rooms that some of which would have bathtubs, some of which would just be shower born. Lighting in the bathroom, not a total surprise, but the passion around having great lighting in the bathroom was interesting. And then finally, I'll say outlets everywhere. can't have enough outlets uh, in a product like this for your digital devices, as well as anything you might need in a bathroom, hair dryer, hairstyler, et cetera. So plugs everywhere.
0: If you're staying for a while, then you're really unpacking.
1: Correct. You're <laughs> going to unpack and you want to experience it like you experience your home. And you've got the conveniences of the things you need, like outlets, where you want them in your home. And this is uh, certainly high on the mind of travelers these days.
0: Matt, I want to ask your response to a question that I because I think you'll be really uniquely suited to, re, to reply to this one. So here's the scenario, right? You're at the dentist, and your dentist says, what do you do? And you say, I'm the chief brand officer for Hilton. And then he says, oh, there's just too many brands out there. People don't know the difference between hotel brands. What's your response to that?
1: Well, we think they do, and we think that differentiation is important. I think first and foremost, the stay experience is on the minds of guests as they plan their travel and different products meet different needs relative to that stay experience. If it's a soccer tournament in some field uh, structure somewhere in the middle of a state, you're going to want a focus service or a suite like product where you don't need all the amenities of a full service or a luxury hotel. It's just a place to crash for the night, put down your sports equipment, be ready for the tournament the next day. When you're going on a trip of a lifetime you want that to be more of a luxury and full-service experience so we define our brands via what we call swim lanes and those swim lanes have differentiation that we think matters to guests we know this through all the surveying we do they want different products for different reasons at different times and we think it's important that we meet that mark and have those products for them in the places that they want them and so I, I understand there's uh, a lot of questions around all of these brands but We see a distinct need for each of them. Uh, As I mentioned earlier, we love them all. And we see opportunities for further growth with brands over time because guests are saying to us there's other products that they'd like to see from us over time.
0: Last question, as a brand aficionado, a brand expert, when you look around as a consumer yourself, what are some brands that you think really do it right that resonate in terms of reaching their targeted audience that don't aren't necessarily hotel brands. But what's a, you know, good brand or two not to give, you know, any sort of outsized endorsement, but why not to just say, "Hey, this brand does it well."
1: We, th- you know, we think the best brands in all of industry are those that do fulfill the promise they make, and we see the a brand as a promise. And a promise fulfilled is a great brand, generally speaking, right? So they wanna uh, you know, fulfill that promise each and every time the same way consistently. So we look at great brands like Amazon that fulfills that promise of efficient, effective delivery of things that you need when you need them. We look at a product company like Apple to say, look at that, they've made a promise to a consumer for a best in class product and they deliver every time. From the moment you open the product to the instant usage of it to the long and enduring use of it, it's a consistent experience. And that's how we look at our brands. Are they providing reliable and friendly experiences every stay occasion consistently across the entire footprint? And that's our goal, to make sure that those uh, are consistently delivered and every experience you have with us meets that mark. And those are the brands we admire the most.
0: I think that's good advice for a lot of You know, our leader or our listeners in the hotel world, because hoteliers are are always trying to find their brand, whether it's for a single property or for a company like yours. And so really being able to boil down to what is that brand promise?
1: Yeah, for us, it's that service experience, that promise we make to our customers to deliver a great experience. And it starts with the dreaming about a trip and works its way all the way through to the feedback you give us after your trip. And of course, the stay is really the key. And so, you know, uh, we've lately launched a campaign called For the Stay, and that's because our obsession is really to make sure that stay experience is reliable and friendly each time.
0: That's the part that no AI robot can take away.
1: No, we don't think so. Obviously, technology will help reduce friction and help supplement the experience, but the real experience with our brands is that stay experience
0: that's a great note to end on really fun to hear more of the inside workings of how a brand comes to be. Thanks for joining us, Matt.
1: Yeah. Thanks for the opportunity. Really appreciate it.